0: Give your
1: a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number sixteen of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am a geeky mom. I'm about to show off my geeky girl conness along with Regina <laughs> this weekend at Geek Girl Con. It's really this awesome for the first really. time. Yes! The geeking moms are getting together. We're leaving the geeky dad out of this, but yeah, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It's about it's about Game of Thrones. I'm... It's, <laughs> We're good.
2: Yeah, so I obviously-
0: would not add anything productive to that panel.
2: <laughs> now you can uh, sit there and throw shade all the whole time, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I would absolutely make your panel way funnier, a hundred percent funnier, and neither of you can deny that.
1: No. no, no, not gonna deny that. So obviously but. joined by Regina McMenemy, who is head geek at the Geek Embassy. I finally got off my butt and wrote another article for the
2: Geek Embassy.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're home. having we're having lots of people with um content commitment issues right yeah. now myself well, included so I can't really say anything but
1: yeah I should be getting better it was just yeah. a weird yeah most
2: times everybody yeah. ebbs and flows you know and yeah like, it's you know volunteer positions I just I'm always thankful when it happens <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then joined by our geeky dad Stephen Dutzman who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming hey Stephen
0: happy Red Dead week everybody
1: Yes. Red Dead Week. We'll talk about in a minute, but I'm super excited because it's almost Halloween. And Halloween Halloween is our holiday at my house. Like this is the one we go all out for. I've got decorations in my yard. Not quite there yet, but we went last weekend. We went to Halloween City and a spirit Halloween store to pick up our decorations, which was super cool because Anna's like, I want our yard to be the spookiest ever. and I'm like, yes, that's my girl. All right, let's go do this. And then obviously when you get to the decoration section of those stores, they have all of those animatronic Mm. things that will jump up and scare you. So we went to the first one. There was only like one um, aisle of like decoration stuff. That was the Halloween city. And we went to spirit because we couldn't find crap in the first one. Um, but there was, like, this, like, little girl thing sitting on the floor with a pumpkin. And she's, like, saying, look at this pumpkin. I carved it myself. And now I'm going to carve you. And then it jumps up. <laughs> and Anna was standing right next to it. <laughs> and she started
2: wailing.
1: Oh. Like, oh, my God. And we left the, we left the store. And she's like, I'm never going to Halloween City again. <laughs> like, okay. And then we went to Spirit. Which ended up being worse because they go really all out. They have the huge animatronics. Yeah, and they, they like big up.
2: displays. Yeah. yeah,
1: right at the front of the store mm-hmm. was like this tunnel that you walk through and everything. So there was one right in front of the door was like this big scarecrow that like talks in like a really deep voice. I don't remember what it said, and then it like lurches forward with his arms out, and it did that right as we walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> so she started wailing again. Everybody's looking at us. They're all like, "Oh."
0: <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of sad.
1: I know we're terrible parents. We're scarring our child for life. But now, once we ended up like getting out of there, then she was like, "Oh yeah, like I want to get this thing. Like there's this. We got this possessed pumpkin. It's called where it um." It's like, it's like a carved jack-o'-lantern. has got arms when it's cut in half and it'll throw its top half up. And then you see it's got creepy eyeballs on the inside along with all of the, the gunk or whatever it is that you pull out of a pumpkin when you carve it. Um, so, yeah, so that's fun. We've got little fake signs in our yard. We've got fake skeletons. I have a string of spiderweb-shaped lights hanging on my window. We bought one of those twirly light things. They were popular at Christmas. You know, it makes, like, makes your Christmas lights look like they're kind of moving all over the house. Do you know what I'm talking about, Steven? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we got one of those. Um, only has ghosts. So we've been putting that in our house, too. And okay. the funny thing is we got this little, and she picked this out, this little hedge monster that you can sort of, like, work into your hedge. Um, which is nice because we have a hedge that leads right up to our house. Um, but you know, lots of the stuff is sound activated and sometimes you have to be really, really loud to activate it and get it going. This thing though, it doesn't take much. Like Anna was talking while we were walking into the house the other day and it set it off. (laughs) I'm like, this is kind of cool because it's right at the front of our, our walkway. Before, like any of the other decorations are, and kids are gonna be yelling and making noise coming up to our house, and that thing's gonna be going off like mad and scaring people, which is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, I mean, you love your spoopy stuff.
1: I do. I love it. I love it. I Even still if to- it
0: means tormenting your daughter. <laughs> you She's not
1: happy know. about it now. She's happy about it now. She's like, Ugh. okay. But, yeah, there was one thing we got it was like this hanging ghost thing, and it's got like manacles on it. And it does, like, we bought it in the store and the little test button thing. Um, we didn't do that. because so We just bought it and brought it home. And then when we got it home, we saw what it actually did. And it, like, I just kid you not, moans for, like, two minutes. And it's like, help me. Let me out. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that'll be good. I don't know if anybody's going to make enough noise to set that one off. But <laughs> I maybe. I know I may be like running into the yard, just clapping my hands.
2: <laughs> we have a, we have a like door knocker like a, that talks, right? So uh-huh. a sensor, And it looks like it's just hanging there and then it starts talking at you. Yeah. But I've realized that the only way it really ever picks up anything is if you slam the door. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then it talks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our hedge monster, our hedge monster is going to be a hit because yeah. it doesn't take much to set it off, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, very cool. So super excited. Anna is going to be Quidditch Harry Potter. I like
0: specifically, it.
1: Specifically, specifically from Prisoner of Azkaban cuz she has the goggles, the rain goggles oh. that she's going to be wearing. So it wasn't it wasn't just Harry Potter. It got specifically Quidditch Harry Potter, but not just Quidditch Harry Potter, Quidditch Harry Potter from a specific movie. Hold
0: Hold, hold on for a moment. Are you surprised that your daughter was that terribly specific about her literary (laughs) Halloween costume? (laughs) I want to clarify if you're actually surprised because I'm not. (laughs) I think this is as on brand as you can possibly get for your child.
1: Well, she's been sort of vague um in the past like last year she was a dragon and you know well i guess you can't be super specific with the dragon because those are all you know we don't like watch like well i guess she watches how to train your dragon but she's not that into it so she was just a general dragon we went and got her a red fluffy dragon outfit which my husband made awesome by sticking glow sticks in
0: the mouth so it looked like it was breathing fire but that was last year when she (laughs) was was four Five. Well, that's last year when she was five. Either way, she's. Oh older wait, now.
1: no, you're right. It was four when she was a dragon. She was a skeleton last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. So, she's older now.
1: Yes, but still.
0: It's the time. <laughs> wait until she's ten. Right. <laughs> um, as we speak, the general is out with the kids, figuring out their costumes. They know what mm-hmm. they want. It's just a matter of figuring it out and you know, making it happen. Uh, Megan expressed today that she's upset that we're not decorating. But, oh. like, but like, dude, we, it's too windy to put real decorations up. Oh. um, So mm-hmm. I just stopped mowing my lawn a couple weeks ago. I figured we'll just make it terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are a few It'll things I, I can't put up yet. There's some things that aren't like staked down that will just kind of fly away. And we got a bunch of that fake spider web, but I'm not putting that up until it stops raining because mm. raining on that crap makes a yeah, huge
0: mess useless so, yeah yeah it's not good yeah
1: Damn. so um today i'm excited like i said this is our holiday we don't celebrate christmas this is our big big holiday
2: awesome.
1: and i super excited i'm volunteering at the school party which she was begging me to do so um so i'm doing that too so cool. Be cool. gotta carve the pumpkins i'm gonna start that tomorrow we're gonna be doing some nightmare before christmas designs which is super cool so
2: awesome um, yeah it's not, early watching- to, it's not too early to to carve pumpkins i keep saying it's too early to carve pumpkins
1: well it'll be if i do it tomorrow it'll be a week a week which i don't yeah. think is is too long we got our pumpkins last weekend um yeah. because that was when we could go to the pumpkin patch because um uh, my husband's out in in Russia this week and then this weekend is GeekroCon, so right, yeah. there was no chance to, to do it to
2: figure out <laughs> <laughs> when all of these things are happening we went to the pumpkin patch yesterday so yeah we just got everything but yeah and i made yeah. i sort of made I, my daughter's costume this year sort of oh right yeah i saw the princess peach yes yeah in kind tactics of i took an existing dress and then just it looks good though it does yeah it does yeah. look good yeah, it's 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 a little um, tender because it's all hand sewn. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, In other words,
1: half of it could fall off when she's yeah. running around.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm more <laughs> worried that some of the like the the uh, bustle that I put on is pretty secure. Uh-huh. Like that's not going to go anywhere. But the seams on like the the edges of it are really loose. And so, uh, OK, I'm worried that she could catch that, so we were like, "Yeah, I don't think you can actually play in this one until after Halloween. Right, right. after yeah. Halloween, and we take, you know, then you can do it." So, yeah, I did a lot of. There was a lot of hacking involved in the. Hey, <laughs>
1: that. You do what you got to do. It looks great. I would never even venture to make a Halloween
2: costume. Yeah, my um, mom used to make all mine, so it's one of those things I've kind of wanted You know, the to do, the, so. the closest I ever got, and I bought the dress for it. Is
1: I dressed up as a little sister from Bioshock mm-hmm. um, years ago, it was for a company Halloween
2: party, and so I, I think bought you've like seeing an- pictures on Facebook, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: bought um, an Alice in Wonderland dress and sort of just smudged it and made it mm-hmm. look dirty and gross. Yeah. And then the big thing that we did, and Isaac helped me. This was we put together this really elaborate atom gun you know they use the little syringe thing that they suck Mm -hmm. the atom out of people yeah and that turned out really well um because my husband had the brilliant idea to take a little um a mini sort of jelly jar and hook it onto this thing so it looked like the atom container and we cut up a bunch of red glow sticks and put those in there Um, that's cool yeah, it I love looked
2: really like really that. awesome. I love yeah. when you take things and like I made a like a decoration of a spider that I put in like the corner of our living room when we had a big Halloween party a few years ago. Yeah. And I had made it just out of garbage bags and <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I made the eyes with a glow stick and then I put um electric tape on them to like make them look like spider eyes oh that's oh, man. cool it just freaked everybody out it was so awesome yeah. and I had oh, it nice. I had it backlit like up and underneath it so it was like it looked like it was just looming over everybody it was really yeah. Awesome.
1: yeah I won the Halloween costume party for my little sister costume and here I'm gonna date myself this is how long ago this was <laughs> but it was an awesome prize at the time was I got a 16 gig iPod iPod oh, wow. touch right so Yeah, Yeah, so it was many, many, many years ago, and that was a wonderful prize. (laughs) So, Yeah, Um, so that's Halloween. I can't wait. Um, It's going to be cool. We still have to buy candy. My grocery store has this massive – it's so funny. It's a massive mountain of candy that is just – thrown like it's oh, wow. not organized in any way it's just oh, yeah. a bunch of that
0: you posted it on facebook yeah facebook.
1: it's a bunch of bags Whoa. of candy just in a big mound yeah um yeah
2: <laughs> our um our like the safe way here is doing this buy two things get a free bag of candy Oh, buy two of anything! Yeah, it's like game? there's like this like whole like full page in their ad because I have the app and I was going through the app and I'm like, why are there so many of these? And then I looked on the, the ad and it was like a whole page of it is like buy two of these and then get a free bag of candy. And I was like, this is really bizarre. No, that's well, real hey, smart. That's it real is,
1: smart. and you can yeah. get all your Halloween candy if you're yeah. free that way. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that that that's was. I
2: don't know how big the bags are, but
0: yeah. I mean, you could at least. You know, I mean, with us, we have to get like one of the giant bags and we usually get some of the smaller bags of, you know, with like 20 a piece of like, you know, Reese's cups and whatever. Mm -hmm. Those are the auxiliary bags. Right. (laughs) In case we were not because we like I I mean, you guys have heard me say this story before, but like we are the neighborhood from E.T. Like (laughs) there are just tons of kids. Yeah, our like that too. yeah, I get two issue, bags
2: and we usually go through yeah.
0: a good portion of the it. The only yeah. issue is that we're on the East coast. And so it gets darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. so the, you know, so it's usually kind of dark. That's the only thing that prevents it from being super that way, but there are just hordes of kids and people come from out of town and some of the people on the street like care, but I'm like, nah, man, whatever. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just—I I mean, you just listen. Come to my door with a costume, or at least try, and you're in. Yeah, um, yeah. But but we go through a ton every year. Yeah, um,
1: we do too, because um, we live in a little. Um, well, it's not that little. Um, like a gated, it doesn't have a gate either, but it's sort of like a gated community type thing. Um, where pretty much everybody has kids, so um, you know there's mm-hmm. lots of that stuff going on. But we go through a lot. But we give kids lots. Mm-hmm. of candy like they they walk up and they look and they like they take like one piece and I'm like no t- take, take
0: some more, more. that's yeah.
1: what it's here for oh, yeah, yeah
0: I, so. it's it is um it, it's basically for me it's like a bell curve maybe not a bell curve it's <laughs> kind of like the younger you are the older you are the more i give you yeah. like if you're 8 or 9 i'm giving you one piece of candy because you're not sharing that with anyone <laughs> but like, if you're but if you're a toddler, you're not eating any of that. I'm just giving candy to your parents. and right. that's hilarious to me. Yes, and, and if you're a teenager and you try, right, I'm all in. Yeah, like yeah. I la- the, a couple of years ago, we had literally the entire cast of Adventure Time come to our house at like eight <laughs> o'clock, and they were all in costume, literally all of it. And you know, like we, but it's not, and it was on a weekend too. And yeah so we had, like, all our friends were over. My whole LARP team was there. We were all just being goofy. And me and my buddy Craig went to the front door. Yeah. Um. Actually, no, it was John. Regina knows him. John. Yep. And we went to the door, and the cast of Adventure Time was standing there, and they all said trick-or-treat, all excited. And I was like, whatever. I dumped the bowl out in one of their bags, and I was like, make sure you share this. And I was like, we're done. <laughs> I can't. I we we must have given them, like, 80 pieces of candy. Because yeah. I was just like, no, nah, that's good. Yeah, you know there, I mean?
1: were, there were a few teenage girls. I don't know if it was last year or the year before that were dressed up as Care Bears. And it wasn't like crazy, like generic plasticky type outfits. Like they had sewn like big Care Bear mm-hmm. outfits. Um, like, listen, called, if you, yeah, exactly. Cool.
0: If you cosplay at my house. Right. You now, here's what I want to know. I want to know what parents are interested in playing the drinking game with me. that You have to take a shot every time you see a Fortnite costume. I want to see how many people <laughs> die um, because because uh, they are out there, and um, anyone on my street who's playing is getting at least one shot because uh, Jacob is insisting on a Fortnite costume. Evan wants to be Breath of the Wild Link, mm. and okay. Megan changes every day. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, at one point she wanted to be an apple. Then cool. she wanted to all she wanted to be a default. From Fortnite, okay. and my wife and I were very excited about that because that's literally khakis and a tank top and a Nerf right. gun, yeah. like great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a default. You know, right. whatever. That just was awesome. Yeah. You know. Um, and then she wanted to. Be, it's all over the place, and I'm like, why couldn't Shira have come out like this summer? Right. And oh yeah. She's like perfect. the little blonde girl. Like it'd be perfect, but yeah. she's not Wonder Woman yet. I mean, I think that's time. Mm -hmm. Um, She likes Harley Quinn. And I'm like, I can't. (laughs) I can't. I have a real problem with. Like, if you're a teenager and you're like, Harley, I get it. She has some redeeming qualities, kind of. But, like, little girls should not dress up as Harley Quinn. Right. I I mean,
1: even even as a teenager, like, you like the horror aspect. So the scary psychopath is. I let it go. I I
0: think that's fine. But if you're a little girl, you should definitely. And this is, you should definitely not dress your. Brother and sister twins up as Harley Quinn and the Joker. I'm just telling you this right now. Yeah. If you do that, you do not understand what you have done.
2: (laughs) My my friend has twins, and her girls are going as the um, the scary twin girls from um, The Shining. I give. Oh man.
0: I have. I don't want to. Wow. She
2: posted a picture of them, and they were so. so creepy i was like wow this is gonna win and so they're gonna try to get the whole family to do she's gonna dress up as um uh i can't remember the the mom's name and then um her husband is gonna get like a crazy wig and try to be jack nicholson um and then they have an older son they're gonna get a big wheel for and like try to get all like things like i'm not sure all of that is gonna come into you know yeah but she said it was what was cool about it is um like the kids know ready ready player one right right because it was in the movie right so they know it from ready player one the parents are going to know it from the shining so it's going to like have enough resonance to kind of like hit both like groups yeah yeah she posted a picture i might snap a picture of it and send it to you too because it's just it is literally the stuff (laughs) of nightmares
0: i was thinking um (laughs) Regina, tell me, or not Regina, Nicole, tell me if it, it, I was thinking of getting a Beyond t-shirt and shaving my beard just so and slicking my hair back and being Greg Miller. Um, but you wouldn't be wearing a shirt. Oh, well, I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay. And then I would take a picture of me in the Beyond shirt with a slick back hair, and then I would get a Spider-Man mask, and then I would be shirtless <laughs> Spider-Man. But the only way I will, but if I do this, you need to share it and tag him because you are friends with him on Facebook. I am, and I am not, because you actually know the man. Uh Um, He would not see me through, because I'm sure that I'm not the only person dressing up as shirtless Spider Man. But I really kind of want to do it. Yeah, my wife. The only thing that will make it that I can't is that my wife doesn't want me to.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't really stop me. If you do it, yes, I will. I will post pictures on Facebook and I will tag him. Absolutely, he doesn't always pay attention to my posts. I don't really tag him in anything, but. um,
0: Well, I mean, he's busy.
1: He is, yeah.
0: But definitely, I, I I definitely kind of want to do that. Be, uh, but because it would be hilarious.
1: It is Red Dead Week, as Stephen talked about. By the time you hear this podcast, it will be out. Red Dead Redemption Two, and there's been lots of stuff happening in regards to Red Dead Redemption Two. If you've been following any of the news. One of the co-founders of rockstar said in a very lengthy interview that some of his employees are working 100 hour plus weeks. That's how dedicated they are. And everybody had a, I don't even know what they had. It was, it was hard.
0: There was a reaction.
1: It was horror. It was basically horror that somebody would say that for one thing, because that makes your company look terrible. Uh, to begin with, but then bragging about it is even worse. And that's what this guy did. Now, granted, Rockstar does not have the best reputation as a great place to work um, already. So, um, because they've got some diversity issues and some, you know, just general toxic culture type stuff. Um, But then the studio head manager, I forget what he was, came out and they, they had done like this survey. And so they said the average hours that people actually worked was like 48 or something along there. And then just recently, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, they posted on the Red Dead Redemption to official website this massive list of credits for everybody that had anything to do with the game. Like, thank you so much for your contribution and we really appreciate you and blah, 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 blah. Which, um, you know, I guess, you know, you had to give them credit for making that effort. But they... Would not have done that had their uh, co-founder not been such a jerk in the first
0: place. Well, so this is why the Hauser brothers do not do media.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Because what it turns out is actually what happened is that his writing team is a bunch of troll freaks. Yeah. And they, at the end of a project basically, like, button down and live at the studio for a month while they go over all 200,000 lines of dialogue, which realistically, yes, that would take 100-hour weeks for three yeah. or four weeks, which is insane. And if it's a small team, that's great, whatever. But, like, that's the kind of thing where you kind of, like, man, I, I know what he was getting at, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I get what he was saying like man this is such a big thing <laughs>
1: woohoo yeah. It's a party um, at Regina's, house. <laughs> party it Regina's is. house
0: So um Victory Royale is that what we got got a Victory Royale No No, no? Um, so uh, that's what it sounds like when we get a Victory Royale at our house it's a little it's a little deeper Um right. so but, but only just but only just barely, because he's nine. Right. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, only just barely. So, um, like, I know what he was getting at, and I understand what he is saying. hmm But this is why he doesn't do media. Like, he's not trained. And this is, yeah. you know, like, we. It, and this is the thing. Like, and I know this is not necessarily on topic. And I, And before I will go off topic, I will say I super agree crunch is bad. I have to officially go on record as saying that, being that I am on the podcast hosted by a spouse of a game developer. So I am legally am required to do so. Um, crunch is bad. And, sometimes um sometimes necessary. I mean, uh, you finish, and then I'll, yeah. I'll jump in. Well, of course, that, sometimes it is necessary. I mean, it is a thing that exists. It is bad. I don't know the answers to fixing it. Sometimes it just is a thing. Um, and as a, as an industry, video games need to figure it out. Yeah. either continue well, to do, you know, whatever. They got to figure it out, yeah. but.
2: It's not just, it's not just video games because I'm partnered with a computer programmer who does the exact same thing. So mm-hmm. there are times well, when that crunch happens and it, it doesn't matter what kind I of mean, programming it is. But I think I the also... tech industry needs to address it if it is something that becomes kind of a chronic issue. With, with yeah. that said, mm-hmm. I worked in health insurance. hmm
0: and I still work in health insurance. And from September until the end of January, we crunch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, more or I think less. Pe- you know. You know,
2: think of tax people, they do the same thing from, you so, know.
0: So to this January is just
2: April. So. Yeah.
0: Is, but the difference is, the difference is, and it's I think this is exactly like yep. my employers have never said, oh, well, we pay out x number of hours of overtime and you know like our claims people have to work nine hours of overtime every week um and are required to come in for at least four hours like they never do that it's like mm-hmm. this sucks we gotta do it here's the money we'll buy you pizza like we just gotta get through it because this is what we gotta do it's a business need whereas a video game's and and like the tech, like in video games, it's like a marketing thing. Like Microsoft obviously has people crunching when it's time to release a new Windows thing, right? Like they obviously yeah. do, but they don't send out press releases to CNET saying, "Oh, well, for the new uh, security update for Windows, yeah. we had a bunch of yeah. we had a bunch of guys and gals in, we locked them in a bunker." Like, whereas video games is still coming out of that where they're like, oh, man, yeah, we work for three months, 80 hours a week. And, like, only recently have we, like, kind of turned on that attitude. Like, sure, you're dedicated. And I'm sure some of them wanted to do that. Like, I'm sure there's some people that are like, I am all in. I want to put that in. Some of my favorite times at my last job were the days where I was working a 12-hour day. And I was just – and it was insane the whole time. And it's like, you know what, like, my – Freaking supervisors were dancing around, like giving people brownies and pizza, and we were just like laughing about the thing. And I was getting paid overtime for it; like it was fun to a degree, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, we, we still got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, games and you um, should know games- better.
1: It's very visible, um, the whole crunch yeah. thing, uh, and it's and it's an issue because you know there's no overtime because of the type of job that it is, and I know people are arguing like, oh, they should get paid overtime, and or they should unionize, or you know this, that, or the other, but um, or it's poor project management. In lots of cases, that is it. It's poor project management, but there are some things that you cannot. Plan for, and most of that has to do on the tech side. So you can leave yourself two weeks for final polish and bug fixes and whatnot before you have to get the game out of the door. But what if there's a game crashing bug that takes a week to fix,
2: yep. and
1: then that bug can spiral out of control and make more bugs? And that's the type of thing that you can't really plan for. Yeah. And so that's where that's where the crunch happens. Um, Isaac has been through some crazy crunches. I mean, crazy, crazy crunches. Before we moved out here, before we had Anna, there was one that was completely insane. There were a couple of nights he spent at the office because it just didn't make sense for him to come home because he would Mm -hmm. just have to go back right away. And then once when we moved up here, um, he was crunching so that he would come home to put Anna to bed because that's his thing. He does the bedtime routine and then he would go back. But that still was not as bad as the one that happens um, before we moved here. And, uh,
0: and it's crazy. And, it, yes, and you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, some, a lot of the problem that I see with a lot of the commentary about this is that very few people who speak out about it understand right. what's happening.
2: Like Mm -hmm.
0: they, and I mean, ultimately that's a problem with society in general that people, Mm -hmm. you know, like everyone get, because of Facebook and Twitter, everybody has an opinion and that means everybody's voice matters when the reality is like, no dude, you don't know what it's like to work at these companies. I mean, and, and you know what? I'm guilty of it. Because I don't know what it's like to work at these companies. Yeah. I mean, I know more oh, than man.
1: some. You make video games. That means you get to play video games all day, right?
0: Right. There's
1: still people that think that. Yeah, there and are it's, people. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me that people yeah. still think that.
0: And some of those people have opinions about how crunch should work. Yeah. Um. And so that's been the thing that's been so frustrating about this. Like, this is a discussion that requires like nuance and thought and planning. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it's bad and it needs yeah. to be handled, but no one has the right answer yet. Like, I don't think right. anyone has come out on Twitter or on a blog or on a podcast or anywhere and been like, Nope, this is the answer and ha- and been a hundred percent correct. Right. Everything would have. So, and that's the case everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got an opinion and yes, but, and some people are more educated than others, but we don't know the correct answer. I just agree that it is a problem that needs to be fixed. And it's just kind of funny that the Hauser brothers, like they, they don't talk to media, but once every five or six years and man, did he step in it and he didn't mean to. It's just but and and this is the off topic rant I was getting into is that it is funny that people like on the internet complain all the time about how people who speak about games are so rehearsed and careful and practiced. Like Mm -hmm. if I got Isaac on my, if somehow I got Isaac on my podcast to talk, he would have three sentences he was allowed to say, crafted by a PR person, and then we could talk about American football. Like (laughs) that's it. Um, That would be
1: an extremely short discussion.
0: Right. <laughs> but, that's what I, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, th- you well, know, th- I mean, that-
1: he, he would be able to talk to you. It just wouldn't be a project or Microsoft Exactly.
0: But that's what I mean, right? Like, he was making a joke. But like, that's yeah. the thing. When Allie was on my podcast for E3 last year, not this year, but last year, she had to call every day and ask, Hey, I want to go on. We're going to talk about E3. Is it cool? And eventually they were like, Yeah, whatever. As long as you don't talk about the company or the project, we don't really care. but like she still had to clear it Mm -hmm. and we we people get tired of oh man all this like rehearsed like this is what happens when Mm -hmm. somebody who doesn't have a pr leash on them gets in and does an interview because the people interviewing they don't know what they're not allowed to say Mm -hmm. you don't know like they don't know that he's not, that he probably shouldn't say that they, that they're working a hundred hour. Like he doesn't know he can't control the message. And so this is what we get when we have people sitting in front of a microphone or being interviewed that are not trained in how to deal with PR because had he known that he was going to start a huge firestorm two weeks before their huge video game that they have spent tens, probably hundreds of millions of dollars on, definitely hundreds of millions like so like two days worth of uh, gta online profits but like the, you know what i mean like <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars and he crapped all over that and there, there are people there was a petition to boycott the game now please nobody's boycott you're not yeah. boycotting this game gary <laughs> would have said it best uh your boy gary would on kind of funny game says i'm mad but i'm weak and I'm right. going to buy this game. Come on, you're gonna yeah. buy. like I'm not boycotting. I'm just ambivalent. Yeah. Like I'm just like meh. That's
2: for a different reason than the the oh, yeah. I mean, design because,
0: issues. Because right. this is the, this crunch thing, it's like every industry has this problem. I don't know right. how to fix it and not buying this game is not going to help. It's not going to yeah. make it better. And honestly, I don't think if a million people didn't buy this game, it would make it better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally it's Rockstar,
0: Rockstar is not going to be the people that make the change and change things. No,
1: absolutely so,
0: not. Rockstar is going to do what Rockstar does because bar- they are barely part of the video game industry. Does that sound weird for me? to Like, they no, don't participate right. in the same way. They are their own thing. They're an anomaly.
1: Yeah, they don't participate in E3. They've never done any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You rarely they see just them. They don't care. And they can be jerks, too, because I remember when I was working at Game Now Magazine way back in the day, um, which was part of the Ziff Davis suite of magazines, which also included Official PlayStation Magazine and Electronic Gaming Monthly. So Official PlayStation Magazine had the exclusive reveal on GTA Vice City, and they were waiting until the last minute to get some cover art from them. And Rockstar just... Didn't deliver the cover art. The cover ended up being the logo. And that's it. And, you know, like these guys were waiting, like literally to like the last minute before they could send this thing to the printer. And the rock star just didn't come through. And let me tell you, John Davison, who was EIC official PlayStation Magazine that day,
0: he was. I bet you he was not pleased. pleased. (laughs) Was he like super, super angry in a very British way?
1: I didn't know him very well at the time, but I know that he was kicking things. Yeah, um, right, well, I can so
0: imagine. yeah, it's, I mean, rockstar will do what rockstar does, but yeah. it's, but the reason I'm ambivalent and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, Nicole and Regina, if you have opinions, I know this is definitely not your, tar- you are not the target audience of red dead redemption Two.
2: Nope.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean that with absolute love and respect. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm good so i'm just throwing that out there you're not the target audience um but like i feel like there are two schools of thought on this game with the leaving the crunch aside let's just three weeks ago before the crunch thing (laughs) there were two people there were like two groups of people there were people who were absolutely never going to buy this game for one reason or another Maybe they don't like Westerns, maybe whatever. They were just never going to buy it. And Mm -hmm. then there were a bunch of people who were like, I am not feeding my children, my dog and someone else water my plants. I'm playing these games and I'm taking off work and I'm just going to play red dead for three weeks. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be my life. And then there was me in the middle going, I mean, I kind of think it looks pretty and I feel like I need (laughs) to play it because like, but like, I don't know if I'm gonna,
1: yeah, we might end up getting it because I think Isaac is interested in it. Like I told you um, today that we, when we were off air that Isaac asked me today if, if I had bought it. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, and I mean, like, I'm ambivalent like Steven. I just I don't hate it. I just don't have any interest. And I'm so backlogged on games in the first place, like I still haven't finished Spider Man. I still need to get Tomb Raider, although at this point I'm gonna wait for I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be on sale here. Tomb Raider's here pretty on soon. a really
0: good sale on PC.
1: Yes, I know, but I'm not gonna get the PC version. That's a whole other story we could have talked about, but I left it out and people flipping out about the fact that Tomb Raider is on sale already. I'm so
0: angry about that. Yeah. I'm so angry. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that you didn't, because we can, we only have enough room for, like, I could go on, I I hate people. I'll do, (laughs) I'm going to do a Facebook live about that later. Okay.
1: All right. So, um, so yeah, so Red Dead comes out this week. Hooray for you. If you want to play it, good on
0: you. I'm
1: not going to, um, like I said, it's not because I hate it. I generally just don't like Rockstar games in general. I don't know what it is.
0: I think that's super reasonable.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. And it's not even that I'm, like, opposed to, like, the content. I just, I don't like the way that they play. Like, they feel kind of clunky to me. Um, I Definitely GTA V, I stopped playing because it felt just kind of clunky and not very intuitive or well done. But people can argue with me about that. Uh, No problem there. All right, so let's move on here. So the first story DLC for Spider-Man has come out. Today. Today, yes, and I still haven't finished the main game, but anyhow, it's called The City That Never Sleeps. Um, and it's the it's got three new suits as well yes. as some game options. And, um, it's gonna star it stars Black Cat, which uh, we saw a little bit of uh, in the main game, or at least I saw a little bit of. I just she has I, a she
0: has a presence,
1: yes, she yeah. has
0: a presence, no spoilers, she has a presence, yeah. In the main game, I've rolled credits and, and almost 100%ed it on it. She has a presence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. She's definitely like, I have interacted with her and done some things. Um, but they're also going to be adding a new game plus, which is um, very excited. Yeah, it's cool, but crazy at the same time. I would I'm, never, never.
0: I This is how about this? Uh, I am absolutely playing the new game plus. Wow. Um, I would be playing it today if it wasn't for the fact that I loaned Spider-Man uh, to my buddy, John, who had shoulder surgery and he needed something to play. And so I loaned him Spider-Man. Aww, that was um, very nice of you. Yeah. Very nice. um, yeah. Well, I, I'm a, you know, it, he, he's helped me out every once in a while. So um, I figure what's the worst. So I, I'm going to let him borrow it before I play it again.
2: <laughs> mm, yes. Um, right.
0: <laughs> but, so, but man, it, yeah, this deal, these DLC packs, this is exactly what they need. Um, more Spider-Man for twenty-five bucks. You're gonna get three reasonable-sized DLC packs. The first one's Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. air, it, actually, it's already out. It's today. I think. It's yeah. Today. Um, I, I listen. Twenty-five bucks for more Spider-Man. I'm all in, and the new game plus mode is just icing on the cake.
1: Yeah. Um, so, see what else? Fallout New California, which is a mod, was released today. So, it's a new um, single player version from the world of Fallout New Vegas, um, which it sounds pretty cool. It
0: completely rewrites the game. This yeah. is the deepest, nerdiest stuff ever. <laughs> People basically remade Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Just a different game. New assets, new story, new voice acting, everything. Yeah. Super That's in- cool.
1: And anime. I was super excited until I realized it's only on PC. And I'm like, God.
0: Oh, well, don't, do so. don't you have that fancy laptop?
1: I do, but I don't have Fallout New Vegas on it. I would have to buy that game. You have to I mean, show proof okay, that you have on. that game. Okay, right.
0: wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on.
1: I don't Fallout really play New games Vegas. on my I don't play games on my laptop, really.
0: <laughs> For the it's sake the whole, of
1: Marvel? it's all the couch it's the couch thing. My desk is not comfortable.
0: Just for sake of our listeners, <laughs> I'm bringing up Steam right now. Okay. You know what? It's hold on, because just <laughs> for real, like Fallout in New Vegas. I'm sure it's very cheap. Yes. No. This is we're gonna we're we're gonna find out. <laughs> I'm gonna find out because. You know, I have to because you said I have to buy Fallout New Vegas, and I was like, that doesn't stop anyone from anything. Um, Well, I mean,
1: I we own it, we got it, we had it on three sixty. That's more of the issue. Is like, man, I could have just already done this if it was on console, but but
0: it's a mod, by the way. Fallout New Vegas is $4.99 on Steam. Yes, right now. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, you, know, it, you don't have to say you're sure. I just fact-checked it. So it's a, <laughs> no,
1: no, I I totally believe you. But this goes, back,
0: this
1: goes back to the topic of, I haven't finished Spider-Man yet, and I still want
0: to play Tomb Raider. Super I played
1: reasonable. Fallout New Vegas, so I'm good super, there.
0: That is super reasonable. <laughs> um, But now I'm, I am interested in these. It's just, I'm not a Fallout guy. Because, uh-huh. so, like, like, the Fallout 76 BETA is starting right now. Right. And, like, I'm not doing that either because I just, you know, like, meh. <laughs> like <laughs> Meh. Like, I, I hope it's great. I hope it's game of the year material so the people, the, the nerds that want to jump in that can have a great time.
1: Yeah. I mean, Bethesda is an awesome, an awesome developer. You have to love the world because they've got glitchy gameplay problems. Problems too. Like, I was so excited that third person gameplay is actually not terrible in Fallout 4 so that I could actually play it because now I get motion sickness like crazy, can't play first person games. But if you tried to play the third person mode in Skyrim, good luck. <laughs> because it was not functional. I mean, it's in there and technically, yes, you can play it, but yeah, you'd have a horrible experience. So I was happy that, you know, the Fallout 4. Had that where I could play it, but you have to be into the world, like, and I like the world. I like the whole post-apocalyptic type stuff, and it's got a good sense of humor, which I like as well. Um, one of the things that I always say is one of the funniest things I've ever encountered in games was in Fallout Three. Um, you're like out talking to like these random people. It's like crazy people who aren't raiders that are sort of just living, and the the woman in this house is like totally gone off. The rails, and she is just detached from reality. And you're talking to her, and she asks you if you want a chocolate chip cookie, and you say yes, and then it shows up that what she gave you is a tin can. And I was like, That is awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Here, have a cookie. oh uh, anyhow. So, um, so that's yeah. So if you got a PC and you own Fallout New Vegas, you can play Fallout New California. Yep. As of right now, and as Stephen mentioned, the beta for uh 76 is I think it's this week, the mm-hmm. full out release date for 76 is coming next month. So, um,
0: yes, very soon,
1: yeah. Okay, then is that good with games? Was there something I else? have? I have two okay.
0: more stories to bring to the table, okay? Uh, one will be very quick, Nike. Signed its first esports star to a sponsorship. His name is John Ziao, or Zhao, uh, otherwise known as Uzi. um, Is uh, going to, um, yeah, he's uh, he's officially sponsored by Nike, and he is going to be. Um, he's a League of Legends player. Oh, okay. Um, and so um, there will be he's he specifically was signed so because uh, they are going to release uh, a uh, a partnership like a t-shirt that is a partnership essentially between him and LeBron James. Um, mm. Basically, the t-shirts will all say dribble and and then something else. So It'll be like dribble and throw, dribble and dribble and drive, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but for him, it will be dribble and carry because he plays the carry role in League mm. Legends. Um, and I'm probably going to buy that shirt. I don't even play League of Legends. I just think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, also, I, I wanted to buy Nike merchandise for a while, so haven't been able to. So that's the first story, um, and I think it's crazy. Nike sponsored an eSports player. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and uh, lastly, it's not very often that we record on a day when the NPD numbers come out. mmm. And for sake of information, Super Mario Party number nine hmm. in sales for the month of September, which I think is super relevant um, because Mario Party has not been selling well for a while. And the fact that yeah. it's nine um, and it was only beat by you know, like three of the, some of the games that I mean, it was beat by Spider-Man and NBA 2K and FIFA, which, of course, yeah. it was going to lose to FIFA. So the, it's like the. It, it, Shadows of the Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed are the only games that were above it that really surprised me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah, there you go. Mario yeah. Party. Don't freak, don't sleep on that game, parents.
1: Yeah, Mario Party yeah.
0: is the truth.
1: Yeah, so, so and fun. even if you've, if you've hated it, because previous Mario Parties, you know, you said they haven't sold well. Well, they haven't been good, which I think is part of the problem. Well, this one absolutely yeah. is like the original. It's got some extra stuff in there, so... Mario Party, Super Mario Party is awesome. Movies and TV. So, speaking of LeBron James. Yeah.
0: Speaking he, of
1: has, he has a, a production company that looks like it's going to be rebooting Friday the 13th. Um, they are. Which is a weird thing. Um, right? he's, he's getting all over entertainment these days, I guess. Well, I mean, um, when you got that kind of money, you do right, whatever you want. I guess. I guess. Yeah. So, um, I hope everybody knows what Friday the 13th is. I'm just assuming it's not surprising to me that they would be getting a reboot. Um, The new Halloween, which isn't a reboot um, is doing really well. It just opened last week. It's doing really, really well. People seem to really like it too, which is, um, which is interesting. So, um, so that's not surprising at all to me. Like all of these um, kind of classic horror type things are getting remakes or reboots like it um happened last year that was really well received i saw it i thought it did a very good job it was not completely true to the book but it was still really really good um and then uh like i said halloween i'm interested to see it i don't think i'll go see it in the theaters but i'm definitely interested to see it because i really liked that movie the the first one when i was growing up it's so funny because when i was young like i'm talking like like pre- 10 years old i love these horror movies i don't know what that says about my parents but they let me watch these things but um but i really love them um and so speaking of other horror movies there is going to be um a new version of stephen king's pet cemetery is going to be coming next year uh that's probably one of my favorite stephen king books um, so I'm super excited when I heard that was happening and this looks good, the, the move, the previous movie, which came out in what, it's like 1988 or 89 or something like that, um, was kind of campy. <laughs> it, it wasn't that great. Um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, but this one, um, it looks cool. The tra- the first trailer is out now. Um,
2: John I, it, but I saw a couple of stills and I was like, yep, I'm out. Thank you. <laughs>
1: The biggest one to me is they've got the still of the cat. So yes. um, I don't know if people know the story. I'm I'm going to spoil everything about the story because it's been out forever. If you don't know what happens, then that's your problem. Well, if you but, can't draw the conclusion
2: from Pet Cemetery and Stephen King, yeah, right. That's
1: so not the cat <laughs> is the first. the first one to been brought back, um, and the picture of this cat is just awesome. Yeah. The cat in the previous one was this nice looking like know what they're called a british short hair or whatever it was like this nice fuzzy cuddly looking cat the cat they've got for this one is very mangy looking and he just looks evil (laughs) so yeah um although you know i want to see this but it's also interesting to me i don't know how i am going to take it now that i am a parent um so yeah. yeah. So that would be interesting. Yeah. To see that.
2: It ended it. That was one of the movies that I didn't watch when it came out because I was I wasn't into that kind of thing that yeah. age. Um, but I watched it late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the movies that has been like the deal that was the deal breaker for me not to watch movies <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. And as I've already mentioned many times, I'm super sensitive to stuff now that I'm yeah. a mom. So no. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean I still want to see it because like I said it's one of my favorite books. Yeah. Um so I'm really interested to see um how it's done, especially since it was done really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um uh so let's see, one more or not one one more story and then we'll get into some discussion. Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed back. It was originally um, set for release uh, in November of next year. Now it's going to be on June 5th, 2020, which sucks. But at the same time, I understand it. They're pulling it out of the holiday season next year, which is going to be pretty packed with some some big stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And a new Terminator in Frozen 2, which is going to be insanely...
0: (laughs) Let's yeah, see, Frozen Two is going to be bananas. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so it totally makes sense. And then also, you know, the first Wonder Woman was released in June as well. So, yeah, um, that's one of the things they're going for because uh, bidding the, it'll own the summer. There's, right. you know, no question about it. It'll probably own yep. the summer. So it's a bummer that we have to wait longer for it. But at the same time, you know. I'd rather it's, uh, especially it gives them extra time to film too, like take yeah. extra time, to do what you need to do. So, and so that's the news, but uh, there's some things, uh, stuff that we've been watching, which, um, it's very cool on the last podcast. You might remember that Regina recommended, uh, Amazon prime original series called forever, which I watched twice. Now I watched it by myself and I watched it with my husband. Uh Um,
2: that's what I tried to do. I didn't, my husband didn't get into it, but yeah, no.
1: Um, is amazing. I I absolutely loved it. Like, like Regina said, it's short. It's eight episodes, or about half an hour each. Um, it stars Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen. Is that his name? I always forget yes. his name. Um, yes. And he's. I mean, he's not particularly great in it. In that, it's the same character that
2: he has he played. always plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah many, he's many really times. no different. Yeah. yeah so it's really her that's. I was really impressed by her acting in this because she's yes, always absolutely. been that like you know, gross kind yeah. of like I don't even know what genre of comedy you call that. I just call it gross. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up being in all those movies. And yeah. I'm I was really delighted to, to see her in a role where she could kind of reach a little bit.
1: Yeah. And it was it was really like the reason that I really liked it was sort of um the the interesting like I don't know how much I want to spoil. All right. Yeah I'm it's try. really
2: hard because like like I kept whining, I kept telling people to watch it and I'm like I don't want to tell you anything cuz I knew literally nothing about it when I went in to watch it and I think that 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 really yeah. helped me enjoy it. Yeah,
1: because that it, it pulls the rug out from under you a couple of times. because, mm-hmm. like I watched the first episode and I'm like, "Oh, okay, you know, this is cool. It's kind of funny." And then right. the second episode begins and I was like, "Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Seriously?" <laughs> and then the third one and you're like, <laughs> And then the third, one. yeah. What? I just... just- happened. Yeah. What what is going on? Yeah. Um yeah. so like Regina said
1: really I mean it gets less comedic as it yes. goes forward. Um but oh my god, the kid, the teenage kid. Oh god. Mark so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: hilarious. just the
1: quintessential, you know, teenager. So yeah. um but yeah. but he was he was really really funny in the way that he responded to um To Maya Rudolph's and um, Fred Armisen's characters. Yeah, Um, one thing I will say is that they are a middle-aged couple that are married, and that's about all. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty much all you
2: can. And there's one. They're they're sort of stuck in a
1: in a rut. Is basically what it is. Like they've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. And yeah, so they're trying to mix things up. And that's about all I can say.
2: Yeah, (laughs) very it's very interesting. There's one episode in the middle that is kind of the only one that. Like seven of the episodes all like are a narrative that just all link together, and then there's this one kind of standalone episode in the middle that yeah I think was the moment when I realized I was watching something truly profound. Yeah, um, that they would take the time to kind of break up what was such a short series. Um, and I can't imagine that they go on. Like I can't imagine. I'm assuming it's a standalone. Just that. Yeah, eight I episodes. know. That's what I
1: was talking to my husband. Yeah. I'm like it's it's perfect. As, it, As is. it is. Like yeah. I don't I
2: don't want yeah. anything. I don't want a second season or like I don't yeah. want to know what happens. Like I wanted to yeah. end where it ended. Yeah. Um, but I I thought that when I hit that episode I was like this is something different. There is something very profound going on here that's yeah. very different from what I expected of it and yeah. and it was just it was it was very refreshing. It's very surprising. Yeah,
1: and yeah. I was watching that episode. It reminded me of the episode in Westworld that was completely yeah. about the the native the characters. Native. Yeah, I thought yeah. the same
2: thing. But yeah. it's it's an interesting that's an interesting trend too of like um uh a certain depth of storytelling that we're seeing coming out of um streaming specific yeah. Um, series where they're delving more into the characters in a way that we don't generally see in in broadcast tv so yeah 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 i
1: cried i cried at the end of it yeah like the, the
2: last uh, yeah, this, I did
1: too. this won't i don't think this will give things away too much but man what really hit me is when she's running up the beach mm-hmm. and she starts killing bananas yes i just lost it i was yeah. like oh my god yeah. So, there, listeners. I'm sure I've totally confused you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, if, if you're confused but intrigued, go watch it. <laughs> bananas, it.
1: bananas, made me cry. But we do, Uh-oh. we do have
2: a contrast here. Of uh, 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 Nicole absolutely loved it on my recommendation, and Stephen messaged me after watching the first episode, and he's like,
0: "I'm
2: uh, out." I'm out. <laughs>
0: well checked out. And um, I don't even get to the twist I just googled it. Um, I mean, so yeah, I just was like I can't and part of it and this is just really what it is. so you guys really love Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen
2: I don't actually I don't yes. all right. at all like I, and I was I was I was hesitant okay. to watch it because I okay. hate their genre of comedy so I was like,
0: okay no I was made, I am made so uncomfortable by their genre of comedy that I physically could not watch it.
1: Wow. Because um, like, this is so not their I genre know. of
0: comedy. I Couldn't even make it through the first episode? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And it's okay. okay.
2: Yeah. This, oh, yeah. The, I'm uh, not judging. I'm just saying it's an interesting juxtaposition.
0: So and, yeah. And so um, here's the thing. I'm glad it made you happy. And I'm glad <laughs> that you found it profound. And you know what? If I was able to stomach it... um. I probably would have agreed that it was super profound and I'm, um, you know, like dudes got, you know, people got to take risks making cool stuff, right? This is art. That's what it is. Not, yes. not all pieces of art is going to resonate with people the same way. Yeah. Um, I couldn't do it. I tried, I tried really hard, um, but I couldn't do it.
2: Yeah.
0: And um let's reverse this and say yes. that Nicole feels exactly the same way as I do about, The The Good good Place, place. because
1: she hates... But I got through two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's funny, because when you guys recommended that and said it was on Netflix, I had the assumption that it was a Netflix original. So I went into it with a certain expectation. And then as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, this has the sort of network TV sheen yeah. to it. Like, it's hard to explain, yeah. but you know, just the way that it's filmed, I don't even, I can't articulate it, but I can recognize what is a network TV show versus what is it's like. It's called a,
2: a single camera comedy. Oh, right? okay. That's probably yeah. it then. Is, yeah. is the like, is that, I don't know exactly like, yeah, but that's what, that's the like specific. If you want to like dig down into the sitcom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was a little interesting. Um, and like you said, it's neat juxtaposition with mm-hmm. forever because it's, you know, taking the same sort of subject matter and yeah, doing very in a different very, treatment. very different way. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that main character. Like, I'm totally cool with sarcasm and sort of poking fun at, like, all the good people and all these great things that they do and blah, blah, blah. But you don't yeah. have to be a terrible
0: person to do that. Well, And that character just... On, here's my here's my counterpoint and i will only offer one because i respect that you don't like it counterpoint (laughs) the fact that she's a terrible person is literally the entire point of the show
1: and i'm sure i am totally sure that that is the case but
0: but i get it and Yeah. yeah here's the here's the one spoiler all of them are terrible people yeah well yeah i could tell that too you just don't know because she's so upfront about it um, with that said, um, I had my moments with the show too, but I was carried through by the fact that I would watch Kristen Bell paint a bathroom <laughs> and, and, I have an irrational love for Janet, specifically bad Janet, which you didn't get to. Yeah. Um, um I have a uncontrollable crush on bad Janet. Okay. Um, That's respectable. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so. sure.
2: Yeah. And well, one of the interesting things that Nicole said was she thought it was kind of a reflection of how like each of us thinks about the afterlife right. yeah, or just thinks about comedy too, like, like yeah. in terms of like how we sort of approach the topic. So I thought that was a really interesting point. And then, of course, because I have to make it all about me, like I love both of them. So what is it? <laughs> What does well, that say about
1: me? <laughs> well, you're agnostic about everything, Regina. Like I haven't heard you talk about how you absolutely hate anything. I don't think, like. And maybe this is because you're yeah. because you're I mean, a doctor. She one
0: she one million percent hates the patriarchy. I'm I, I I I 000, hate I'm patriarchy
2: talking about for like for sure. art, but oh. like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Like I think that that's part of it is that I I can almost always see the value in something yeah. um, that's artistically made. Um, I don't give things that I don't like a lot of time. Like if I don't get (laughs) into something or when I have given, like that's one of the reasons why I'm still so mad at the walking dead. Like Mm. I was really into that show. I was really into those characters. And then I was just like, I just can't do this. Like just like sweaty Rick Grimes has got to go. Like (laughs)
0: what what about this is a possibility. And I mean, this, this is not like there's only so many glowing boxes. You know what I mean? Like, I am way more critical of movies. Like I am way more discerning about what movies I want to watch. And and like, I don't watch like literally the TV shows that I have dedicated time to are Voltron, (laughs) the good place, Monday Night Raw, like I'm not even kidding, like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and like football because I really enjoy football, right? I know you guys don't like that, but you know, right. it's my thing, right? I'm glad it makes you
2: happy, yeah. and other yeah. than that,
0: you owe me a quarter, you stole my line. Um, I don't, I don't. so <laughs> like I should get that. I'm definitely getting I'm happy it makes you happy as a yes, t shirt when we start so. selling EFG swag, yeah. um, but like, uh, but, but because of that. And the reason for that is not because like I hate television; it's that I have other crap to yeah. watch. Yeah, I would say and
1: I'm probably even more. <laughs> there are even less TV shows that I
0: watch. That's because you keep watching one of them over and over, <laughs> and, over and over again. <laughs> you were at the point. You know that what, I-, if I
1: found something that I liked, then I would watch it. Like I uh, Westworld. I was very skeptical on. Well, actually my husband was more skeptical. Once I convinced him for us to watch it, then we got into it. So, and then God, what else do I even watch stranger things? Although the last uh, season of that was
0: not as good as the first one, but, but Um, you also read probably more than me and Regina combined.
2: Really? Yeah. (laughs) Although
0: I did just finish a book, I'm very excited about that. Okay,
2: well we'll talk, you, about <laughs> talk about that later. But um, I used so, to read a lot more than I do now.
0: What I mean is, like, you can like, there's only so much time. That, that right, I was listening yeah. to a podcast just to, on the way home from work today. By the way, yes, I have a job. Thanks for uh, everybody's support. So, like, on the way <laughs> home from work today, it's like you can't play every video game anymore. Like, you just yeah. can't. You can't yeah. watch every show. Like, you yeah. used to be able to. You used to be like, I'm a TV person and I'm gonna watch. You know, I'm gonna have, you know, I'm gonna watch all of Musty TV and that's like you and and, and um, whatever, and you were gonna catch like the bulk of it, right? Mm-hmm. There weren't that many choices that you had to make. Um, because there was you couldn't watch things online. So it's like, you know, you just you didn't have to make a lot of choices, they balanced it appropriately. Yeah. Now like the shows it's nothing's watched live, so they put shows right up against each other. They just don't care. Mm-hmm. And so you it the way that we consume media there's just no way to watch it all anymore there and it's all good you know like objectively i'm sure forever was great right that i can say the cinematography was wonderful the two of them are great together so mm-hmm. like you could not i could not think of two act like an actor and an actress who play off each other better than Maya Rudolph and, and Fred Armisen, right? Like, they are perfect together, so like, I, you know what I mean? Like, objectively, it's great. I just couldn't do it, and like, the fact that you like those two things, I mean, it could just be something very small, and the fact that you didn't like, it's not like there were uh, there was another glowing box competing for your time.
2: Yeah. And I mean yeah. that
0: not in a disrespectful way. It's like
2: no. I'm not taking it were, at all. You
0: weren't racing to be yeah. like, oh, I got to go grind in World of Warcraft. Like you weren't doing that. <laughs> most
2: of my, well,
0: I, t- I mean, you might have been wanting oddly to, play World to that of
2: point. Um, Chris and I have started playing um, Dungeons and Dragons online now. And oh, so actually, um, I have been grinding a new character in <laughs> an MMO. So it's funny that you bring that up. Um, but I part part of it is that most of my most of my video consumption. <laughs> this is going to sound horrible, um, (laughs) is done while I'm grading discussion boards um, (laughs) uh, in my online
0: classes. That doesn't sound terrible at all because I'm sure that grading discussion boards is probably the worst thing a human being could be stuck doing. Like I think I would rather shovel elephant shit
2: it's among the most <laughs> mind-numbing, the mind-numbing parts of my work. Um, because,
0: yeah. oh man, because I my bet is that you, if out of a hundred students, three of them probably know how to produce engaging content in that format. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's just, it's all rote, it's yeah. all like, answer these questions, make sure you get these points, make sure you get this stuff down. And I can, you know, during this long time, I can scan them and get, you know, the general idea that they got it or they didn't. Yeah, Um, and only on rare occasions do I have something that I have to actually like act on. In those, it's really just a rote, like making sure they got the work done.
0: Yeah, Uh, and so like grading a spelling test in first grade.
2: Right. Yeah. A lot of my a lot of my consumption comes during that time, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of videos, uh, because it does
0: help, kind of like, yeah, you know. Support you. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah.
0: When I took online classes, I tried to put jokes in mine.
2: Yeah. I tried to make
0: mine a little bit interesting.
2: I appreciate the the students who are conscientious of putting um, like their own voice in in their writing in the discussion boards. Um, it makes it a lot more
0: enjoyable. But well, you can absolutely tell who has ever used a message board before.
2: Yeah. Yes. There's also the whole problem with the influx of high school students in community college online courses, which mm-hmm. is a whole other topic for another issue, but um, and not on this podcast probably. But um, <laughs> you know, it just it just yeah the whole thing. So, so a lot of the times I won't say my attention is completely split, but it definitely is kind of like broken between the two things because I am like kind of working while I'm watching a lot of stuff. Not I, I watched the good place and forever when I was doing that, but I went back and watched forever again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that. I don't do that with The good place. Like I, I laugh and you know,
0: yeah. uh, I think the good, uh, the good place is definitely not. I, 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 I would Imagine, because so I didn't finish it. I mean, forever is obviously yeah. a deeper experience. Oh yes. the it's good very place. Profound. The good For place me. feels to me, and and I mean this is it feels to me like the Big Bang Theory applied to a philosophy program.
2: Yes, like
0: it is. <laughs> For let's sure. just, it's just cheap philosophy jokes, and mm. but the problem is, I just don't give any shits because I I still watch the Big Bang Theory, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch it, but I, you know, I yeah. I've been
2: watching it. clips on YouTube of the new season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, of, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wait until the I'm gonna watch the finale of Big Bang Theory. Speaking of television, I'm absolutely gonna yeah. get caught up and watch the finale because I watch the finale of everything. I watch the finale of I not everything, but I watch the finale of some shows that I didn't even watch. Yeah, because okay. I'm interested. I am always interested in how they end television programs. It's one of the reasons why I am somewhat interested in watching the final season of Game of Thrones, outside of the fact that I want to because I just don't want to listen to Nicole yell at me anymore. You, but,
1: have, to, you have to watch the last season too.
0: Oh, as I know. As trust as... me, I know. I'm gonna because it's re- <laughs> because it's required reading in order to enjoy it and appreciate it. But like for but like the reason I am playing literally the reason that I have a subscription to World of Warcraft right now, outside of the fact that Evan wanted to play, is because I want to be there when they shut those servers down. Like I want to know mm-hmm. what that is like um and so yeah like i'm i have a weird thing with like the end of things does that sound weird um like i i was i really appreciated like the deathly hollows because it was the end Mm -hmm. like so i'm the end of things is especially media like that is always interesting to me
2: fascinating so you're the opposite of don draper I no don't no mad men, no watched watch mad men, okay, no um, I have I very like not much well, there was just like when one of the women that he was dating breaks up with them says to him, "You only like things when they're beginning, or you only like the beginnings of things, yeah, um, he's a pretty terrible character, he's a pretty terrible character,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I think but, that's why I didn't keep watching it. It was yeah. just like this
0: is, this is so I awful. made it through this guy makes
1: me uncomfortable,
0: yeah, <laughs> um, I mean. Yeah, there are very few things. There's only one thing that could possibly keep me watching that show, and the, and the rest of it is not enough. Um, <laughs> there's just really only one reason for me to watch it, right? and it would just make my wife mad. So I just. <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking about. I'm, I'm talking about Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna. I, make, honestly, I was trying I,
2: to come up with a really quick Serenity joke, but I couldn't. I didn't get it out. My God, enough.
0: how about this? She was on Firefly. I found. I met her on firefly and i was like who is this lady yeah and i was like wait this lady's been around and been a thing for a while and no one told me i posted (laughs) on facebook i was like how did no one told me that this woman existed and uh everyone was like we figured you knew because you would have seen her on firefly i was like you guys i didn't watch firefly Uh, i have since watched firefly we have discussed this yeah we have i don't know um it's overrated Um, but it was not given a fair shake. Like I think it had the potential to be one of the greatest shows ever.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Overrated.
0: Yeah. What the body of work that exists is a shade better than hot garbage. But it was the bones of the very best thing in the world are there. Like the (laughs) actors and actresses, all amazing. The concept, super Uh, great. Fox just totally screwed them. That's. I mean, that's it. Fox screwed them. Because the first season of everything is garbage. I mean, come on. The first season Mm -hmm. of everything sucks. Just it always you know, they always Yeah, I just started
2: watching uh Buffy again um because I didn't have enough to keep me busy while I'm doing this right board.
0: the so, first season of Buffy is trash.
2: I didn't even want to I didn't want even want to go I didn't want to watch the second season. The second season's pretty decent. I jumped in at season six because I wanted to watch the musical, so I just jumped in there. But um I think the reason why I hadn't gone back and done a rewatch was because I didn't
0: want to watch the first season again. Right. They're ter- I mean, it's and that's it's just because that's what it is, right? They haven't yeah. figured it out. The actors like Yeah. So I listen. I talk a lot of crap about Firefly, but like, it's under the fact that I feel really bad for that fandom because mm-hmm. it should have. Been, they should have had like if they did another like if if someone like Netflix. I mean, they keep making jokes about it, but like literally, if Netflix somehow got the rights and did it now, yeah, it would be like Star Trek: The Next Generation, because like the original yeah. Star Trek series was terrible. <laughs> But it had such cool concepts and it, like such iconic stuff that when they expanded it into the later series, it was amazing stuff. They could totally do that with Firefly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. If they're going to like – they're spending like a good trillion dollars making a, a Lord of the Rings TV series on Amazon – like I get it, there's money to be made there. They do not understand the money that is available. Like, no one understands the money that is available from making a good Firefly series because that mm-hmm. fandom is crazy and it is only growing. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Because it this, but whatever.
2: Browncoats forever.
0: Browncoats forever. Yeah. Listen, I would watch it. I didn't even like, I would watch the show on Netflix or whatever. Like I would watch it. Yeah. yeah. And, and i didn't even really like the first one <laughs> but but like i have respect for it like the anyway yeah it's weird i am a, i'm a complicated man <laughs> just not complicated not
1: really. enough to watch forever um wow. anyhow <laughs> I, just, I couldn't do it i couldn't do it books and comics so last time we recorded we talked about how cool the trailer for mortal engines looked but how? None of us knew exactly what was going on. Did you so find out? So I picked out? up the book. <laughs> I'm not done with it yet. I'm almost done with it. I probably am not. Like it's it's a it's a quartet oh. of
0: books. So can and you? Probably, explain yes, I can what explain What was going on because I'm so confused.
1: So apparently, and and this whole the the sense of what happened is still kind of vague. So apparently, there was this huge sort of disaster uh, of like world disaster of um terrible technology being used as weapons and like basically obliterated civilization for the most part so people don't know anything about that technology anymore for the most part and because the landscape is so just destroyed people live in cities that are mobile um, and then they, the big cities like will eat littler, they call it eat littler cities. They basically like consume all of the resources from these cities and take the people that live there as slaves or, you know, whatnot. Um, but the main story here with mortal engines is that there's a specific piece of technology that this girl's mother had found. And this guy, um, Elrond, uh, <laughs> he plays the bad guy in here but him has he killed her parents and kind of um wounded her and so her whole thing is she's trying to catch him and kill him um i don't think the book is all that great honestly i would not have been reading it had i not been curious and wanting to understand what's going on um I'm almost done with it. I mean, I'm not going to stop. I'll finish it. I doubt very much that I will read the uh, the next three because I just don't think it's that interesting. But anyhow, that's what's going
2: on <laughs> in that. So now I have
1: a better understanding of it. The The movie looks way cooler than the book is interesting. I will say that. But um, but anyhow, so that's that. That's, that's all I've been reading. So Regina, you said cool. you finished
2: something. I did. I finished The Girl with a Red Balloon, which I was cool. talking about. Um starting because my library did the it's called a big read and so they made unlimited right. digital copies available um and uh it had a good twist uh the multiple narrators was really great that it's told in different um uh, points in time and points in history mm-hmm. uh so it has a whole thing about the holocaust involved in it as well um as east berlin before the wall came down um so yeah just really really cool and i kept thinking about how it's a young adult title um and how it's a really great way to mesh histories Mm -hmm. and times of conflict for young adults because i think i you know adults could benefit from it as well but just looking at you know the impact that the holocaust sort of had on germany and the governments in west germany and east germany and all that when you know there was like this division and all that so yeah It was really great. And I just, I can't recommend it highly enough. So I downloaded there's a second in the series and um, I didn't want to wait the six weeks to read it. I just finished the girl with red balloon last night. So I'm getting, I'm downloaded the spy with the red balloon, which is the second in the series. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably what I'm going to read next since you liked it so much. Yeah. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I can't, again, like with forever, I need people to like watch these things that I think are crazy good. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, you know, when we were watching, Isaac's like, well, how did you find out about this? And I'm like, well, Regina recommended this. <laughs> my, my friends jokingly call me the gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just like to insert it's pop culture gateway drug. Right. Because um, right. I generally have good recommendations for shows and books yes. and things. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh cool. drives, drugs are bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Drugs, drugs are bad. Okay. Um okay. So yeah, I, know, I um I'm sorry I missed all that because my wife called me. Um so okay. I so, That's right. So you're gonna have to I'm gonna have to find out what's happening in the <laughs> Mortal Engines all on my own. And our <laughs> listeners are gonna be like, Steve, that's the story. The story is that after all this time I waited for you to do all this research and I didn't even get to find out. Um, <laughs> So there are some super nerds that listen to this podcast. I know there are to this particular podcast. There are some super nerds that listen. And so for them, I found what I think is the nerdiest graphic novel ever made. Okay. This is some nerdy shit, but I bought it and I read it and it is really good. Um, and I incur. So this is important for children of the '80s. I found a for specifically boys who liked Transformers. <laughs> um, this comic book that I bought is Transformers versus versus Visionaries. Okay. <laughs> Visionaries is a deep cut. 80s cartoon that had 26 episodes. It was they were trying to sell a new line of toys that used the GI Joe molds, but they were twice as big. So not okay. the molds, but the design as far as articulation. Um, and there things that they had hologram things on their chest, and that was like their totem animal that they could transform into. It was very <laughs> dumb, it was super stupid, but I loved it. And I mainly watched, loved it because I couldn't watch it because it came on right at the time that we had to go to church. So I watched 15 <laughs> minutes of every episode every week. And then eventually I got old and was like, oh, my God, I want this, and bought it all on DVD. And I remembered, oh, that, it really wasn't that great. I had the same pro- – so, but um, there is a comic book from IDW that is Transformers versus Visionaries, and it is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> because they reimagined everything and it's just super awesome so for those of you who are listening that like comic books if you want to read something that's like a a, an unabashed throwback to the 80s um i would definitely recommend transformers versus visionaries it is literally twelve dollars on amazon
1: it's not bad
0: twelve dollars it's not it's not going to change your life but I have been waiting for an opportunity to talk about this thing because it's so stupid. Like I, every minute that I read this comic book, I was like, this is the dumbest shit I have ever read. But God, did I love every minute of it? (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Oh man. All right. So anything else, Steven, you've been reading besides dumb comic books?
0: (laughs) I mean, and you know, what's crazy folks is she said that, but like, I'm not even offended because it's a dumb comic book. (laughs) I've been reading some nonfiction stuff. So nothing particularly particularly exciting. Um, I've been reading a book uh, called um, The Disappearance of Childhood. Okay. Which the the long and short of it is it is an author who his thesis statement is that childhood is a uh, cultural construct that used to not exist and is slowly going away. Mm. Um, and so. Uh, and I, he's kind of right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And so, Adolescence
2: so, too, by the way. It's a social construct. Yeah. Like, that didn't exist yeah. before. Um, labor laws. Because at 13. You would have gone to work.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they. Um, so his. Uh, so the 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 entire premise super interesting. I've been reading a lot, and he he blame. I mean, blame is the wrong word, but he lays a lot of the responsibility on literacy, mm. um, because when they decided, sure. like when you yeah. So um, and a lot of other really subtle things. And I don't know why I'm reading it. Like I, I mean, I'm reading it because it, the idea. A lot of it is um, that I've been studying and trying to learn a lot about age compression, which is like the whole concept of kids do things younger now than they used to and mm-hmm, yeah. kids experience things younger now than they used to. And this kind of was basically I read a paper on it and then um, the paper was like 15 pages long. And then I went to the, the tail end of it and I was like, oh, look at all these books. And so this is probably a book that was like in the footnotes and was like responsible for one sentence in this 15 page paper. But here I am reading the whole book because I think it's fascinating. So um, cool. well. Yeah, welcome to that level of nerd that I am. Guess who's getting ready <laughs> for na- Guess who's getting ready for a month of writing?
1: Oh, right. Yeah, I'm. I I'm on the fence about whether I'm going to do that or not because
0: you probably can't because you have contract work to do.
1: I do, but it's only for a week. Um,
0: oh well, then and then
1: I'm going to
2: be in the Bahamas for a week. November is just
0: November. Just we've discussed this. Bad. November like, is really I could bad. never do
2: Nano because it's November. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I've got a new book I've been writing, which is why I haven't been playing games so much. But um, but I might do the thing like I did last year and just make January my Um, month of writing. I would try to to jump
2: in on that with you.
1: Yeah,
0: I have to do both. you
1: have to do both.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, so realistically speaking, and everybody listening can knows my plight. Like, I need to have. I need a book. I, a book. I, do. I need multiple books. Otherwise, like the, um, like all, I go to all these library talks, right? And they're all like, mm-hmm. oh, are you going to have copies of your book for sale? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? I just want people to go to my website. And, and all of the librarians are like, that's so weird. Why don't you have a book? <laughs> and I'm like, because writing books is really hard. <laughs> um and they're like oh well like but you should write one and then you could sell them at our talks because that's what people come to these for to buy books books. and I'm like oh also like it adds credibility like I really have none I'm just some asshole on the internet like but if I have a book then maybe I'll be a little bit more credible I mean I'm credible to you guys because we've talked about the same subject forever but like to some person who doesn't know who I am I'm just some asshole right (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you guys know that I'm more flippant about somebody, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so I knew them,
0: which is why I started to work on the glossary thing, because I am, in fact, that's, the, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the glossary. Like, basically, I'm going to make a, transli- like a guide so that I, a soccer mom who has no idea can understand what her children are saying when they're done playing Fortnite.
2: So, yeah. you, you know, there's this little site that I know of called the Geek Embassy. It has an entire series called Gaming 101.
0: (laughs) I know, know, but I'm trying not to read it. (laughs) Because that's how Philip Mewson got into trouble. So I'm like, I don't want to unintentionally plagiarize. Well, he probably intentionally did it. I don't want to unintentionally plagiarize. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, that's why, that's why, like, when you said, like, when you said, "Well, do you want a glossary, uh, from my dissertation and my initial reaction was, oh my God, yes. And then I like, was like glad that, like, I still haven't looked at it yet because I don't want to.
2: Well, I was just gonna tell you to take it. Like, you can just use my definitions. I'm cool with that, or edit them as you wish.
0: Like, yeah. that's fine. I mean, I probably, I might, I, I, I mean, I know where it is. I mean, I googled, right. and before I clicked the link, I was, I, I favorited it because I'm like, I don't, I want to, you know, I don't want to steal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you just um, put thanks to Regina for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Saw-
1: acknowledgments. That's you know, yeah. I'm good with I that.
0: Mean- I mean, it's still stealing. It's just polite stealing, but
2: <laughs> not stealing. Not, it's researched.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I'm I'm probably overthinking it. But that's what I'm I doing don't. during. That's what I'm doing during two months of writing is I'm just gonna do like two or three definitions a day and not worry about word count. and Worry about right. the thing. Because um, yeah. fun fact, do you know what the most viewed article on Engage Family Gaming over the last six months has been?
1: It's not still that Grand Theft Auto article, is it?
0: No, but that still gets a uh, that my my Xbox three hundred and sixty GTA five review still gets ten views a month. Yeah, and, which let's be real, that's still kind of impressive. Yeah, but because it's I mean, been getting
1: ten views a month for what as long as your website?
0: has Yeah, existed. exactly. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's still only ten views. Like that's not a lot, but it's. It's one of the more popular... No, it, it is one of the more popular articles on my site, definitely in the top 20. Um, in the beginning, it was getting thousands. Yeah. Um, not so much anymore. But um, but I bet you it'll get a spike thanks to Red Dead Redemption. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see. But um, it is... I did a definition of a gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. And that has been getting lots of views. I don't mm-hmm. know why. It must be... And I, I mean, I looked. It's coming from organic search traffic. It's not like... Mm-hmm. Some It's not like some instructor in a game design school like linked to it in a discussion or something like that, which would be great. But no, organic search. Somebody just I, It must be the only article that defines a gameplay loop that's not behind a paywall. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I guess people like definitions. Let's roll with it. <laughs> sure. I found like 140 of them so far and I haven't even researched uh, Regina's stuff. So <laughs> And we're gonna we're we're gonna go there anyway. I I don't want to take you know I've side I've sidetracked this, but
1: okay. No, no, that's all right. It's um. what I do.
0: <laughs>
2: I okay, we well, all do it to a degree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you. I mean, how, how long did I make us talk about Halloween at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> Quite a long time, I think. Um, yeah. But I do think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. That is also our handle on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page. I write a. Well, I used. To, I'm going to continue to write a biweekly column <laughs> Game of Thrones for the Geek Embassy. I took about a month off, but um, that's all right. Uh, yeah, so my handle on Twitter is at Nicole Tanner. I will be talking about Game of Thrones at GeekCon, which is this coming weekend. Our panel is at 2:30 p.m. on Saturday. Um, it's going to be me, Regina, Isabella, who is also from the Geek Embassy um a few other people that are crazy into game of thrones we're going to be talking specifically about the female characters um and it's shaping up to be a really cool discussion like i yeah. love we It'll put together fun. a spreadsheet with everybody's ideas and i think it's it's going to be really cool um so yeah so regina is head geek at the geek embassy like i said she's going to be talking with me this saturday we get to meet Yay. Woo. Hi, <laughs> so, I
2: know. so what else is going on regina uh, we're, well, like I mentioned somewhere in the episode, um, uh, we're a little stymied with content right now because everybody's got other things going on. Uh, but we do have a Halloween piece. I think that's going to come out from Max, um, next week, he's going to do a dramatic reading of an Edgar Allan Poe story for us. Cool. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I am hoping to record our panel from Geek okay, Girl Con, cool. uh, and put that up on the Geek Embassy, um, Watches uh, podcast feed. Um, so yeah, definitely keep your, keep your ear out for that. Uh, cause it'll be all of us being awesome and you know, that's <laughs> always good. Um, and I'm hoping to make some contacts for some more interviews for game one girl as well. Um, mm-hmm. this semester I got to write out in the next month and, <laughs> and I'll be in the clear, but yeah. Oh boy, I got a lot to do in the next month. So yeah. Yes. Especially with the, the con too. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so Stephen is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming, is currently working on a gaming glossary book as we just mentioned. What
0: else are you doing, Stephen? It's hard for me to say that I'm working on it because I really just have a spreadsheet with a list on it. However, <laughs> I, will, how I start. will do it. I have to get it done. Yeah, it, it, you're right, it is. Um, you know, what we're just doing, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that I want to talk about is how about this? We have a community manager now. Oh, yeah. doing His great, name too. is His name is Jeff. Um, And he's doing a great job. So I encourage everyone um, because our content is continuing as one would expect it to. We just put up our holiday gift guides and there's more coming. The EFG show is back. I did it last Wednesday. I'm doing it again this week Um, and every Wednesday from here on out. But the real thing is like joining our community because like there's stuff going on. Um, I realized that I just did not have enough time. So I posted that I was looking for someone and I got a lot of applications who knew I got literal applications and resumes. Um, (laughs) that was, I was just expecting some nerd to be like, Hey, I could do that. Um, and i got a bunch of nerds to say, Hey, I can do that. And here are my qualifications. Jeffrey, not the highest qualified. However, he was way more excited. And really my entire qualification was how hype are you? Because you're Um, you're doing an amazing job. Um, so join our community engagefamilygaming.com slash community that's a Facebook group and like our Facebook page and you'll see all sorts of cool stuff um, and most importantly every Sunday he puts up a list of all the games that are coming out that week and you would think that that's not a big deal but that's hard and it's yeah. kind of a useful tool because you get to know what's coming yeah. and there's, there's a lot of stuff coming to Switch every week by the way it's crazy
1: yeah alright well I think that wraps it up thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you in two weeks Bye! Bye!